Hello and welcome back to the Don't Read Into It podcast, an unapologetic podcast that will just simply not acknowledge last week or delete the episode. Anyway, my life. My life recently has been decent. Um, just got back from California, so that's why I haven't released an episode in a while. was kind of gearing up for that the week after um, I released the podcast episode, and then the week after that I was in California. It was okay. It was nothing special. It was Cali. I got really sunburnt, had to put aloe vera on my legs, it hurt, it was unenjoyable. I don't recommend, you know, sitting on the beach with your legs out for two hours, if I were you, and you're planning on going to the beach this summer, but I did it, and I paid the price for it. My legs still kind of look like one of those pink and white candy things, and that's just about it. There's your life update in the intro, and let's just dive straight into this one, starting with story time. And this story time is kind of a mix of a bunch, thanks for the notification computer, a mix of a bunch of stories that I just kind of want to talk about a broad topic, which is people that have zero self-respect. And listen, I'm not saying this is like a bad thing if you're like, you don't respect yourself enough to do some of these things. It's fine. But I know people in my life that have literally like taken the fall and gained a criminal record for something their friends did. It's kind of crazy. I'm going to close that notification because it's annoying me. But, oh, oh, it opened a whole different thing. Y'all are listening to this live, me struggling with the computer. Oh, man. Wow. I pressed cancel and it opened emails. That's crazy. But people that have no self-respect, um, like I said, that happened. I know people that have done that. People that are just, you know, disrespected and then you know, go back and expect everything to be okay. Like, obviously, if you get disrespected, the person that disrespected you should get no second chance. There's just simply no second chance. I'm like that in my life. I'm sorry. I mean, it may not be the healthiest way to live, but if you wrong me once, you're done. You're out of here. There's not enough time in, in y'all's life to be hung up on people that just simply don't, you know, add anything positive to your life. And I'm sure a lot of people feel that way about me. And if they do, then then get rid of me, you know? And I would understand it. Because if you don't think I'm adding anything positive to your life, get me out of there. I would do the same to you. So that's just, it's not really a story time, but I just didn't really have many stories to tell this week. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna, okay, so me and Liv, we're hanging out, right, and I, I went to Sonic, and, and I, I ordered a big drink, she didn't order anything, I don't know why, but I order a big drink, and I'm at the drive-thru, I grab the drink, and for some reason, the thing just pops off, pop off, I guess, but it pops off, and there's Coke all over my lap all over my seat, all on my ass, and, <laughs> oh my, it was so embarrassing, the Sonic guy was like, oh my gosh, man, are you okay, do you need help, do you need napkins, and I'm like, uh, yeah, thanks, man, and so, he gives me the napkins, and the whole time, Liv was like, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening, this is, this is, I can't believe this, no words, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. That was really embarrassing, and I, I'm never like that. I never drop drinks. Like, I'm always sure-handed when I get stuff at, at restaurants, and 
I'm just not someone who drops many things, and so when that happened, oh my gosh. I, I think Liv is more embarrassed for me than I was embarrassed for myself, but got all over my new joggers, too. It was it was rough, but yeah, that's, that's story time for this week. I just, one was kind of serious, the other was laughable. See, if you got offended by me saying have self-respect... Now you can laugh at me in this part and say, oh, why should I listen to this guy? He spilled coke all over himself. That's true. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and move on to the meat of the episode, which is, you know, actual sports talk. I know. It's crazy. When's the last time I actually talked about sports for an extended amount of time on this podcast? It's still in the sports category. Did you know that? It's not a lifestyle podcast. It should be, but it's considered a sports podcast, and that's what I at least wanted the, the podcast to start is, but things change, and I ended up just liking talking about everything else and kind of making it my old thing, but we're bringing back sports. I'm bringing back sports segments, and the first thing I want to talk about is the Rangers deadline. Well, and there's some mixed feelings about it, because I, I love Joey Gallo. Joey has expressed his absolute want to stay, and I want him to stay, but I just don't think anybody else in the organization does. I really, really want him to stay, but there's teams calling their name, and so I've kind of said in my head, and what I think would be best for the Rangers, is if Joey's going anywhere, he needs to go to the Yankees, and I know that's a tough one to swallow. That's a big, oh no, man, the Yankees, not the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees. So the trade I would accept, and the two players that I think should be in the deal regardless, is Davey Garcia, Clint Frazier for Gallo. I know. That's That seems like a big packet. I mean, other than Clint Frazier. Clint Frazier kind of hasn't panned out. But the Rangers need young pitching. Davey Garcia has the potential to be a superstar. Already has a few big league starts. He's not too far off from being a, a, a just a repetitive starter and a solid starter. Where I could see him being very similar to Jose Barrios's, of course, Barrios a lot consider mediocre for what he was supposed to be but the Rangers pitching staff seems okay this season the the double coach thing seems to be working out for them so perhaps Davey Garcia could uh, there's something happening in my house but perhaps Davey Garcia could be developed and become a great starter for us along with Dane Dunning and just have two kind of young guys that have potential to to grow then you'd have Allard Dunning Garcia in the rotation to just see what happens. I mean, if they all don't work out, it's fine. You got AJ Alexi and Hans Kraus and Cole Wynn in the farm, just in case. Just kind of a holdover. Because Davey Garcia is kind of on the precipice of being superstar or bust. And I think it would be a good chance for the Rangers to take because we need young pitching. And Clint Frazier should be in the Joey trade if we do trade Joey because obviously we'd need a replacement outfielder. Clint Frazier would be that guy, should be a good hitter, has historically been a good hitter, has really fast hands, but just hasn't really lived up to that potential for the Yankees yet, but some of that could be you're playing for the most high-pressure team, I would say, in the country in any sport. Playing for the Yankees is the highest pressure because the fans put put pressure on you. I mean, they, they booed Derek Jeter before. The Yankees booed every one of their greats. That's what it's like being a Yankees player. And so, Frazier may just not be panning out because of the pressure. Rangers should find out if we trade Gallo. 
That means you would have an instant just plug and play. See how he does. And I think that should be the trade that for Gallo. It should be Davey and Clint. If they're not in the deal, then or if, if at least Davey Garcia isn't in the deal, you say, nope, can't have Joey Gallo. Because Gallo is too good of a player to let walk for just prospects. He's just too good to do that. I mean, the guy's batting 240, has hit 10 home runs in his last 10 games today. Um, it's July 9th for y'all, and happy birthday, Lou. It's July 9th for y'all that don't know, if you're listening to this another time. It's July 9th, and Joey has 10 home runs in 10 games, is competing in the Home Run Derby, is one of our all-stars, along with Adolis Garcia and Kyle Gibson, who I will talk about now. Kyle Gibson should probably be traded. I would trade Gibson, definitely. Um, I was on the, I'm on the fence about Joey, as I said, but Kyle Gibson needs to go. I love the guy. Very good clubhouse guy. Very good pitcher. Kyle's taken up a lot of salary. And also he's taken up, you know, a lot of opportunities for younger guys. And, you know, I know best ERA in the American league, second best ERA in the, in the country behind God, Jacob deGrom. But Kyle is 33 years old, so you don't know how many of these years he's going to have left. And, you know, you don't capitalize capitalize when you can. Just like what the Rangers did with, with Lance Lynn. We traded him after the 2020 season. And, you know, we, we capitalized on, on his success of last season. But Lance Lynn ain't going to be like how he's been for the White Sox for another five years he's old and Gibson's old and and I know that's ironic if y'all don't know baseball because I know a few people that do listen to this podcast don't really know sports and so when I talk about sports you're like "Eh, I don't know what the hell he's talking about but it in baseball 33 is ancient you're ancient you're past your prime you're ancient it's when it's when you're starting to go on the come down um Gibson needs to go for where he should go, I'm not sure. But regardless, he needs to go, and we need young pitchers. We need young pitchers. Because I'm confident in the Rangers' offense. Pro- offensive prospects, pardon. Um, Bubba Thompson looks great. Josh Young looks great. I've even enjoyed seeing Jack's Biggers. I've had the pleasure of going to see the Riders in person. Steel Walker's swing is very violent, very good. I feel like Steel Walker, even though he's an Oklahoma, you know, graduate, Steel Walker will be one of those guys that will not be outstanding, but he'll be a solid guy in Major League Baseball someday. And so offensively, I'm not worried about the Rangers, but we do need a couple of more pitchers in the league or in our farm system, pardon. And for wherever Gibson goes, we should get two arms, one that's almost MLB ready, one that can develop. And that's just my two cents on the Rangers deadline. I know that a lot of you, especially on Twitter, because I post these on the Don't Read Into It Twitter, which is D-R-I-I podcast, and I retweet it on my regular Twitter, which is read underscore Smith 25, if you'd like to follow. And a lot of you get, I, I put Ranger takes on there all the time, and a lot of you that I imagine probably also listen, go... Oh my gosh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and all this, but it's just true. Gibson definitely needs to go. Joey, maybe. But only for Davey Garcia and Clint Fraser. I think there's an ice cream truck outside of my house. 
Oh my god. You know, this is like freaking anything that could go wrong could go wrong right now because there's different noises. There's different banging noises in my house. I'm just waiting for my dog to bark. You're interrupting my episode, ice cream truck. Go away. <laughs> oh man, but on on that note, we're going to move on. Give in the comments of when I post wherever I post this or just tell me or DM me on Twitter or on Instagram or anything. Just tell me your thoughts on the podcast and what kind of takes I've been giving. Tell me your thoughts on what the Rangers should do. Tell me if you disagree. Tell me if I suck. Tell me if you don't want to hear it anymore. And I'll respond. I'll appreciate it. At least you're listening. But on that note, we're going to go ahead and move on to, and I wrote this down in my notes because I write these episodes now, surprise. It goes, it's coming home, question mark? Yes. I'm talking about soccer. England has done it. They've made it to a cup final for the first time since they won the World Cup in the 1960s. After beating, I can't remember who they beat, oh, Denmark. After beating the, the heartbreaking Denmark, England is in a final. It's coming home. Harry Kane, lad. The mate's just, he's as solid as a meat pie. <laughs> I wonder if I have English. If, if any of you are from England, shout out to you. But I think it's coming home. I, I'm pretty confident in saying it's coming home. I No disrespect to Jorginho. You're very good for Chelsea. I wish we had someone at Arsenal that could take penalties like you. But if you look at that front three of Kane, Saka, Sterling, they've been integral for England. And that defense of Maguire and and especially Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker's been playing out of his mind. Kyle Walker's been playing well. Even Luke Shaw has looked really good. That defense has only given up like a goal in their last four games, I want to say. And it's it's a fantastic team. This is the biggest chance England has to win a cup final that they've had in forever. And they need to. And I'm rooting for them, man. I'm rooting for them. I think it's coming home. And what that means for the rest of the world, uh, I don't know. I mean, for Scotland, they're, they're, they're pissed. Every time... England plays someone, the Scotland national team, and, like, everyone from Scotland posts, like, a, we're with you, lads. I completely imagine, like, a, we're with you, lads, for the Italy, but I don't think England cares that much. I think it's coming home. Come on, lads. Put in the work. <laughs> I'll stop the, the English accent. But, yeah, it's coming home. But, and, yeah, I, I'm having a stroke on what to say next, but... I do want to talk about all or nothing Arsenal, which brings back the Arsenal corner. Arsenal is going on all or nothing. So we'll get to see Mikel Arteta get fired live. <laughs> oh man, it's mildly upsetting because I'm afraid that Arsenal's finally going to get exposed for the fraudulent club that we are, and people are now going to get to laugh and we'll be the laughing stock once we, you know, get laughed at on Amazon. And <sighs> please put together a winning squad, Mikel Arteta. I don't want to see in 2022 my team just getting 
absolutely slabbed on All or Nothing and then dancing in the locker room. That's what's going to happen. It's going to be like a two-to-one killing. And then All or Nothing is going to flash to like Pierre and Aubameyang and Lacazette dancing in the locker room. It's like it was a 2-1 loss, but it is what it is, lads. It's like, oh, no. <sighs> I don't know what to expect. It's going to be bad. It is not going to be fun. <sighs> All or nothing Arsenal coming 2022. <sighs> I just remember laughing at Spurs. Now we'll be the ones getting laughed at. That is very tough. Very, very tough. And <sighs> the next topic is just... On a brighter note, which is I've started a YouTube career. I have. If y'all remember, I did release the sand analysis. My mom is sneezing, if you can hear that. But I did release the sand analysis. But I've actually taken my YouTube career, you know, seriously this time. I released a first video in a series of videos that I'm planning called The Casual Baseball Guide to... Colon the Texas Rangers. And I plan to make a video for all 30 teams, but I'm not sure which team I want to do next. But it was a real fun time making that video. Um, Liv kind of made fun of me for it because it's a seven-minute video and it took me nine hours to make. But I'm an amateur editor. I'm not good at editing videos, so I, I was kind of figuring it out as I went. And I think the video turned out very well. And it, it looks good. It looks good. I think, I think that's what it is. It looks good, but I don't know how my voice sounds at some point. And I think the music is too loud. But if you want to check that out, go to Things to Read Into. I know. I didn't want to call it Don't Read Into It. So I called Things to Read Into. I like that. I like that. Because it then, you know, it's kind of catchy. It's like, and that my outro is, and please, always find things to read into. That's cool. I like that. And it ruins, doesn't ruin the rep. Oh my god. My sister's here and my brother in law. And they're barking. I told you. I told y'all that it was anything that could go wrong today could go wrong. Oh, and it's going wrong. Y'all hear that? Now everyone is barking. Now there's voices. I'm sure I'm sure y'all can hear this. And I'm not going to edit this out. This podcast is a slice of life. If you hear anything in the background, then then that's what you hear. Welcome to my life. Oh, they're all situated now. I'm going to have to tell her that she ruined my podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Well, I'm glad they came home. Anyway... <laughs> We're going to move on because I lost my thought. Oh, I was talking about YouTube. Check out things to read into. It's a very fun, it's a very fun podcast or YouTube. I'm doing the podcast, but I'm trying to stall time and talk right now because I need to look up every MLB team from A to Z, MLB teams, A to Z. And I, I think I stalled well enough. Y'all, y'all heard me just talking because I'm doing what I couldn't do on YouTube because I'm stupid and I deleted an entire video. I don't know if y'all remember from episode 11, I talked about that I was making a video called Ranking Every Cap in Major League Baseball. I made the video. It was great. I deleted it <laughs> on accident from my computer. And I didn't just delete it. 
I, I put it in the trash and then I emptied it. And so it's gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. It's gone. And so what I thought I would do is I'd do like a podcast version of it, which will probably sound better because I'm not reading from a script. And so I'm going to rank, well not rank, I'm going to grade every baseball cap out of 10. And if you don't agree with me, let me know and I will tell you why you're wrong. So starting out with the Arizona Diamondbacks, I like it, 9 out of 10. The Atlanta Braves, listen, the Braves are a classic team. Everybody loves the iconic swooshy A, and they make a big deal about it. They love it, but I'm just not crazy about it. And plus, Dansby Swanson is dating Mallory Pugh, and that's really upsetting. So I'll give them a 5 out of 10. The Baltimore Orioles, I like the three-tone cap. Listen, I don't think three-tone caps are done very well ever, but the Orioles do it well, and they're one of the only teams ever to do it well. I like that cartoon bird. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Do not hate me. So I'm sure you notice a little bit of a pause in the podcast. It's because my sister's dog, Domino, broke into the office and licked me and also made the loudest noise known to man. The loudest noise, undoubtedly, to man, known to man. And so he interrupted my analysis of the Baltimore Orioles. I gave them a 10 out of 10. Sorry. That brings us on to the Red Sox, 8 out of 10. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to piss off the Bostonians. Chicago White Sox, iconic cap. The SOX matches their team. They get a 7 out of 10. The Chicago Cubs, hate that little C, 2 out of 10. Cincinnati Reds, now listen. The Red C is the like most commonly used thing in the world. Do you remember the Twins logo? Well, of course you remember the Twins logo, but it's literally a TC using the red C, which shout out to my high school, ripped off the Twins logo and used that C as well. Um, yeah, the C I really like. I think it's the original. I think the red and white goes really well together. The C is giant, which is awesome. So I'll give it a 10 out of 10 for the Reds. On to the Indians. Change your name to the Spiders. Zero out of 10. Colorado Rockies. Uh, I mean, the purple and black is nice. I enjoy the purple and black. Don't get me wrong. It is a very, very good looking hat. I just think it's boring. The, the logo is boring, but the colors are nice. So that's like a 6 out of 10 in my book. The Detroit Tigers could be better. And I, they were we, the Rangers were playing the Tigers the other night. And I noticed something that I hadn't noticed. And pause on this before I even I even say it. But the D on the, on the Detroit hats, the little orange D for their away jerseys, is so small now. It used to be kind of big. Now it's small. Don't know why that is. I don't like the way that looks. That gets a 6 out of 10. The Houston Astros get a 0 out of 10. I don't have to explain myself. The Royals get a 2 out of 10. I think that KC looks goony. The Angels get a 6 out of 10 because the A is nice and they get 4 points for Shohei Otani. So they get a 10 out of 10. Dodgers best cap in the MLB. 10 out of 10. Don't have to explain that one. Y'all know. World champions. Miami Marlins. Okay. I do have to explain this one a little bit. I hated the old Marlins font, and I think everyone hated the colors that they used. It was ugly. I know it was supposed to like represent the city of Miami, but it didn't do it well. I think it looked ludicrously bad. But the Jeter era 
has ushered in a new black and teal color. It looks solid. The Marlins get an 8 out of 10. The Brewers is the most creative logo in sports. The MB that makes the, the glove is fantastic. 10 out of 10. The Twins. Talked about them a little bit earlier. They stole my high school's logo. Didn't have a lot of good high school memories. We're making it a 2 out of 10. Shout out to Stember Creek Student Media, the house that Reed built. Um, the New York Yankees, can't argue with 27 rings, 10 out of 10. New York Mets, too similar to the Yankees, will always be in the Yankee shadow, 2 out of 10. Oakland Athletics, okay. Their dark green hats get a 4 out of 10, but their light green hats get a 10 out of 10. Best color combination in baseball, undoubtedly. When it's the light green with the yellow, beautiful. The Philadelphia Phillies, nothing special, 6 out of 10. The Pirates, 4 out of 10. Key Brian Hayes is really good, though, so I'll give you an additional 2. That is a 6 out of 10. And the Padres, who would have thought that brown and yellow would look good together, but the Padres make it look together. And Fernando Tatis Jr. wears brown and yellow, making it the coolest color in the world, 12 out of 10. The San Francisco Giants, eh, orange and black, but eh, eh, I don't know, 4 out of 10. Mariners, I really like the Mariners colors. I like that aqua green plus the black, and I like the little S with the compass in the middle. That's going to get them a 9 out of 10. The Tampa Bay Rays, listen, I loved that Devil Ray. I loved it so much. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin, but that Devil Ray looked fantastic. And I just wish that it was a full-time cap, but it's not. Their TB is boring. I don't like interlocking letters that much, especially when it's boring. And so the TB, eh, I'm trying to think of a fair grade here because it's not an awful cap. I think fairly grading it, sitting here and going, this would be the fair grade. I'm going to say that the best grade for it is uh, 7 out of 10. I, 10 out of 10 if it's a, the Devil Ray cap. Texas Rangers, my team... I'll grade it fairly, 8 out of 10. Blue Jays, I can't grade the Blue Jays higher than the Rangers, 8 out of 10. Walgreens, CVS kind of sucks as a, as a pharmacy, so I'm going to give the Nationals 10 out of 10 for looking like Walgreens. I have a CVS vendetta because my parents go to CVS and and they while well, I was in college, and I'm going back to college in summer, but I'm living back at home for the summer like you do. Um, what's it called? CVS has sucked as a pharmacy. They never get their meds in time. So, Nationals get a 10 out of 10 for looking like Walgreens. But that was ranking every hat in Major League Baseball. I hope you enjoyed the grades. I, I mean, I wish I could have made the video about it to kind of give you a visual on it. But the best you're going to get is the podcast, which I may start uploading to YouTube. I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Um... These don't have comments. Let me know on Twitter, Instagram, if you follow me there. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to make these episodes longer. After episode 10 and a half, it was lazy. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. I'm trying to extend these episodes. I would also like to know that. Would you all enjoy me extending these episodes? Or do you like the length that they're at now? Do you like the 30-minute range? Or do you want me to go to 40 minutes to an hour? Because I can definitely do 40 minutes to an hour. I just think the concise episodes are more endearing, right? Because if you want to, like, binge listen to my podcast, it will take you, what, three hours? That's not too bad. That's a road trip. And if you listen to my podcast on a road trip, you are the real OG, and I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> just kidding, but 
I see our numbers going up. It's promising. We're not big yet. We're not the official podcast. We're not we're not what's good. We're not Bomani Jones and we're certainly not the Misfits, but got my god, the Don't Read Into It podcast is having more success than I thought we would. And although we're minuscule compared to my favorite podcasts right now, every listen means a lot to me. And if you see me on Twitter, if you're a friend, if you're a family member, I appreciate it. And I appreciate it. Even if you're like an ex that was like, oh, so Reed is making a podcast now? Might as well listen to it. What a loser. I don't care. If y'all enjoy my podcast, thank you. Even if you don't enjoy it, you missed my voice. You know you did. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for listening. I know I need to be more consistent, but now I'm back home for the summer. Expect at least three episodes in July. I'm going to be doing things on YouTube as well, as I mentioned earlier. Things to read into. But that's all I got for this weekend. Or <laughs> this weekend. That's all. I, well, yeah, this weekend too. I'm not doing anything. That's all I got for this episode. Thank you for listening, and I do have a sponsor today that are not paying me, and I'm giving them free advertisement. My mom and my sister have decided to start a podcast, and while it's not as good as Don't Read Into It, obviously, and they hate when I say that, it's it's a solid podcast, and you, you gotta show support for the family. So it's called Call Your Mom. It's available on all the same platforms and Google. Um is don't read into it. I think the two could go hand in hand. I might have both of them as a guest someday. I, I mentioned Jordan being a guest, but the things we talked about were not great. And so I probably am not going to have her on as a guest. I am trying to get Liv on before the end of the summer. And yeah, that's about it. Listen to the Call Your Mom podcast. It's hosted by my sister and my mother. It's an interesting concept. They just kind of talk about whatever they want. It's kind of like they record their conversations so when either of them are gone, they can listen to it. It's it's a pure concept, and you should listen to it. But that is all I have for this week. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, it's capital D-R-I-I, lowercase podcast. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram, it's read... Wait, what is my Instagram? It's underscore read27 underscore... The podcast's Instagram is all lowercase. Don't read into it. And on Twitter, I am read underscore Smith 25. If you like UNT tweets, you can follow me. I am a beat writer and just kind of regular writer now for the NT Daily. It is a job I hold in very high regard. I love it. And show support to that. Show support to my friends that write for that. But that is it for this week's episode. Wherever you are, wherever, whatever time it may be, I hope you're having a great day.